Hello, world! It is us, the Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast, a podcast for everyone's taste. We are here today to bring some games, some love, and some all-around magic (laughs) to the world at large. But before we do that, let's break down what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be talking about these games, The Witcher, Star Wars, Monster Prom. We're going to be dabbling into the industry news, talking about the Overwatch League standings, and also some sad VR. (laughs) Get ready. We're going to launch into our tasty topic by talking, uh, getting the Valentines on, getting our Valentines on, and talking about some romance in video games and uh, reminiscing on some romance. Ooh la la. And then our dragon of the week is Pixelacious. Our last segment, we'll be talking about the multi-talented dopeness that is one Momo Pixel. That, that's an amazing name. I can't wait to talk about her. <laughs> she I don't know is, who that is so dope. She's so dope. <laughs> my name is Troy, your surrogate host for a second week. We To my left, we have... Amanda. I'm Joe this week. <laughs> our surrogate producer for the week. <laughs> and in front of me, we have oh, just <laughs> one of the bestest peoples in no, the whole world. Don't hype me up like that. My friends, Aww. our friends. Our friends. Our Aww. game master, our dungeon master, Aww. our dance, our soul partners. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, this is Nakia, and uh, I'm a special guest. I'm very happy about this. Uh, this is my second favorite podcast of all time. Ooh. Hell yeah. You second know, favorite. I listen to a lot of podcasts, too. It's good to be number two. <laughs> you know? My second sister always says that. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Um, while uh, Joe and Brian are still living it up in uh, Sapporo. Yeah, <laughs> li- living Sapporo? it up. Yeah, Sapporo. Sapporo in Japan. Uh, yeah, they are they are killing it over there. Uh, lots of great pictures are coming out from Japan. Our dragons in the field as they are doing, and so uh, we're continuing to wish them the best Japanese adventures. L- lots of dragons in Japan. Who knew? I know. They, so they like many dragons over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they love dragons, right? Why doesn't Japan just marry dragons if they love them so much? For real. Uh, but yeah, Nakia, so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you, thank you. I have a few questions for you. Let's um, go. The first is just just a joke question. Nothing serious, just an easy question. Just, okay. you know, whatever. You're running the mill. We would love to know what your three favorite video games are. Now, before you answer, okay. we would love to take a little stab oh. and see if we can guess what those games may be. I heard that there might be some guesswork. <laughs> So I wore a shirt that may give a hint away to one oh, of no, them. Oh, no, 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 not, not fair. Oh, not fair. I was going to say without the hint. Oh, without the hint, go ahead, go ahead. Um, what do you think it is? You're going to be wrong. Well, well, well I was going to try and guess the actual uh, game within this franchise. Okay. I know you love Resident Evil. I do. I know you love it. I was going to say that your favorite Resident Evil game would be... Ooh. Ooh. The original Resident Evil? Oh, you would be wrong, sir. That is so wrong. Resident Evil 3. See, I thought Resident Evil 2 at first, but I think there was one that you liked a little bit more than that. It's not Resident Evil 2. Is it Resident Evil Vendetta? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what do you think, Mandy? Uh, Which Resident Evil or which video game? Either or. Either or. Uh, I'm going to say Overwatch. 
Ooh, Overwatch almost made my my top three. This is the it's second not. time I've guessed that. The second time someone's <laughs> like, "Oh, I really like it, and I play it every day, but it's not my favorite." Not my favorite. <laughs> not my favorite. Okay, so we know it's somewhere in Resident Evil. I'll yes. let you tell us which one it is later. I'll say one of your other favorite games may be Pokemon Red. No, or, or any or blue or yellow. None of the Pokemon's are in my favorite <laughs> list too. Oh, you like Pokemon? I love Pokemon. Didn't make the top three though. Wow, I, I know. Okay, what do you think? I don't know why you put so much pressure on us. I don't know why you're making us guess. We'll do a couple. We'll do a couple I'm, more guesses. Yeah, a couple more guesses. I'm real bad at this. Um, I don't know. Uh, How about um, Yokai Watch? No. Mm. That was for Joe. That's one of her favorite. That's one of Joe's favorite games. So I was just hoping maybe. I feel like you're going to like right. a fighting arcade game that I might have seen and will never guess. I feel like there's a there's like a real arcade style arcade game. No? No. No? None of those? All right. None of those. Dance, dance. No, I can't do it. I can't do it again. <laughs> I can't do that joke again. I can't do that I joke d- again. I do love those games, but nope, not on the top. Not on the top. Maybe. I give up, man. Wow. How about you? Are you I'm done. I, I was I'm, bad I'm at this spent. last week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, this is a change for you. This is just where I live. I just have no idea. <laughs> I am just, flabbergasted. All video games are so good, and I don't know how anyone could have a favorite. That, I know. not that I'm bad at guessing. It's just that... The problem is good. the problem is I, I like so many that I, if sure. I had to pick my favorites, right. they're they're oh it's it's a hard it's, choice. It's a soft three. It's not like yeah, we're yeah. like yeah. gonna go next door and get tattoos of exactly. your favorite games. Oh man, that's what I was it. going with. <laughs> I was thinking, what games would I tattoo on myself? Oh man! Oh, it's like you don't have a tattoo of these, right? No. I okay, because then I would feel really bad. <laughs> if it was just like, oh, I never noticed that you had that tattoo. <laughs> We've known you for so long, and we never knew. All right, hit me with the Resident Evil. Which Resident Evil is your favorite? Uh, it's a little game called Resident Evil Outbreak. Outbreak. It is my favorite Resident Evil game. Uh, it it's, it's, was under the radar. It's a game yeah. that takes place between Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 2. Oh. And it is a uh, every level you pick a character to play. And there are eight characters oh, to choose from. Yeah, I, I, I have I have heard of this. Yeah, I think it, I have played this. I think on the the marathon I did of Resident Evil. I love it because it's the only Resident. Well, it's was the first Resident Evil game they did this. But if you got bit or you got hurt by anything, like I, one time I climbed into a locker and got cut by climbing into a locker. But <laughs> there's a a counter at the bottom that that tells you how infected you are. Okay. And if you get oh. infected, the counter moves up, and when it gets to a hundred percent. You die and come back as a zombie and the other two people, because you pick a character, and then out of the eight, they give you two other characters that are your sidekicks. Oh, so if one of them get bit and turns into a zombie, you have to fight them. And if you get bit and turn into a zombie, they have to fight you. <laughs> it's such a great Resident Evil wow. game. Um, I mean, it did have some drawbacks. The One of the only black players, everybody has a special thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I played the Asian girl because she had a backpack and she okay. carried more stuff. The black conductor, uh, his power was he could play dead. And the zombies Aww. would walk by them. <laughs> like, well, that's normal. <laughs> yeah, totally normal. He would just be like, huh, and he would fall down, and then uh, they would walk by him. Uh, Sounds a little bit like Left 4 Dead, or like kind of that team aspect of it, at least, yep. uh, right. which is kind of interesting. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, I'm happy that I was at least in the ballpark. Yeah. In in the the undead ballpark that was Resident Evil. Just, undead ballpark. Just rub it in. Just rub- <laughs> you know, because some of us, you know, really know you, Nikia, or like actual friends. I know. And know these things about you. I know. And some of us aren't. That's okay. Everyone is different. You know. Yeah. What is um, another game? Can you give us the genre? Uh, f- fantasy. 
Fantasy Star Online. No, no, not Fantasy Star Online. Um, Final um, Fantasy. No, no, no. Final no. Fantasy X Two, the musical. No, come on. Not, not a team. Not a team RPG, but like a solo RPG ish fantasy type game. I, I know. I know. Manda loved this game. I think. Oh no! What? It's not Dragon Age, is it? No, it's not Dragon okay. Age. Well, it's not Dragon. It oh, is it? Matter. Is it that that crafting game that you really liked? That uh, was for PlayStation Two. Dark too? Cloud. Dark Cloud. No, it's not Dark Cloud. Oh. It's not, none of the Elder Scrolls. None of the Elder Scrolls. They, this game had a sequel, uh, and in the sequel, you got a pet. <laughs> Fable. Fable. Oh, Fable. all right. Fable, That's great. Fable, Fable 1 is, is one of my favorite games. I Hands down, uh, the, the the Lost Chapters. Not oh, the regular one that yeah. came out. The Lost okay. Chapters is so good. Man, I'm always envious of all of you Fable players. I didn't have an Xbox. I wasn't an oh. Xbox guy. It was Nintendo, Sony. That was it. So I hear these fables about Fable. And I can only imagine how we, great that game was gotta, when it came we out. We gotta buy them on PC so you can play them. I think they they probably still hold up. They still hold up. Like I every once in a while I'll pop Fable One back in, mm-hmm. and I still haven't beat it <laughs> 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 because when I play an RPG, I do all the side quests. Yeah, like I don't ever do the main story. Right, right. That's yeah. what it's about. That's what it's about. Um, what's your third? All right, man. Just hit with a third. Just come out with it. Uh, this is probably my favorite game of all time, oh, only because gosh. I own every great. game. Just in the make franchise. us feel worse. Uh, <laughs> It's uh the Tomb Raider. Oh, you do Tomb like Tomb Raider. I, it's the only game I own every game in the franchise, <laughs> even the bad ones. You I and I have talked so much about so the latest about Tomb Raiders. Yeah. I should have known that. Joe is very disappointed somewhere. Very. <laughs> She's at home right now listening to this screaming. Screaming. <laughs> I didn't like the last Tomb one that came out. But the the last one that came out was a little weird. Yeah, it was a little 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 disjointed. Yeah, it the, the story like was kind of game. odd. Yeah, and it, I think no, I think what the real thing with the last one is that it relied a little too heavily on the one that came before it. Yep. So it didn't feel like its own full fledged sequel. Right. Still enjoyable game. Still yeah. had a great time. Um, but what was it? Angel of Darkness. That was like the worst Tomb Raider game. The one where you had to switch between Lara Croft and a dude. That one like was back bad. And forth. <laughs> but I think uh, the what was it? The one with the water temple. I think is the worst one. I can't. No, you know what? Uh, the one where Laura Croft is dead is the worst one. Oh, I don't think I remember that one. Was she, it five? She, she dies in three, and then the okay. game that came out after that, I think, was called Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider Chronicles. Tomb Raider mm-hmm. Four Chronicles, or yeah, Tomb Raider Four Chronicles, where okay. it, it's at her funeral, <laughs> and you're playing everybody telling stories of Laura Croft. <laughs> I remember when Laura Gosh. did this thing, and then you play that. Yeah, uh, I think that was the worst one. And the Temple all, of Osiris, I think, was the other really bad one. Oh no, we played one. Temple of Osiris. That's a two player one, right? It might be two it, players. It's, it's it was fun good together. with two people. With two yeah. people, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not by yourself. No. <laughs> it was just Troy being like, let's go over here, and me being like, look, I can cartwheel. <laughs> look, 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 look. Yeah. <laughs> well, right on, man. Those, that's a that's a great selection. A good a good palette it's of, a, of I, your you know. yeah of your gaming uh, your gaming character. Your gaming self. It was hard to narrow that down. Well, well done. Kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you. I have a, a much more serious question to ask, Uh-oh, though. And I don't, I'm not trying to be serious on this podcast. We like to be light. We like to be fun. But I have to bring the gloves off now. Do and it. This has to get, like, nitty-gritty. Let's okay? Take a it. breath. I'm sitting up. Take a breath. <sighs> there you got? go. What we got? What is mm-hmm. your favorite mm-hmm. sandwich? Ooh. Come on. Of all the sandwiches Come in the on. sandwich known universe. Look at me right now. You know the answer to this question before I oh, even Oh, you want say me to it. guess this one? No, Look, no, no. You're just going to tell us about oh. your sandwich. Oh, I know, yeah. I know what it is. You know exactly know, what it is. I know exactly he what it is. He knows exactly what it is. Exactly what it you, is. Wanna, you wanna tell her? Yeah, I want to tell her. Tell her. Or we can say it on three. One, two, two three. three. Popeye's, Popeye's chicken sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> 
It is the greatest the sandwich. New one, to the be clarified, the new one. The new one. It is the greatest sandwich I have ever eaten in my whole life. It tastes like it's made of unicorn meat. Like I, it's not a chicken. You can't pay me to believe that that's a chicken between those buns. I don't believe it. It's so good. It's so good. To, uh, Nikia introduced me to that sandwich while we were in rehearsal for the 3000 Brigade, our cosplay troupe that we do shows with. And I instantly fell in love with it. But I was also like, okay, well, maybe it's just a fad. <laughs> I didn't know how bad the bug was until the, the three of us, the three of us were in Tennessee last yeah. December. We went on a Dungeons and Dragons in the woods log cabin so trip, which was amazing. And in the nearest neighborhood was a Popeye's. And me and Nakia looked at each other and we saw our souls. We did. We did. There were no words. None. We're on vacation. There's cuisine that we can't get anywhere else. Everyone else was like, we need to go buy some wine. And then me and him were like, that's not what we're doing. Oh, man. I had two chicken sandwiches then. We brought chicken sandwiches for all. It was Mandy, so you were good. with us? Yeah. The the funniest part about Nakia buying chicken sandwiches is he never goes in and is like, I would like a chicken sandwich, please. He's always like, how many chicken sandwiches will you sell me? And then he like shows up places and he's just like, would anyone like a chicken sandwich? Oh, it's true. He's like the chicken sandwich Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah I was bringing them everywhere. <laughs> And you know what? Uh, what I love about the Popeyes of Tennessee, uh, shout out to them. Uh, there was no limit on the chicken sandwiches we there could have. There was no not limit. <laughs> we could have bought all the chicken sandwiches. They prepared. <laughs> oh man, here it's like five sandwiches. You can get yeah. more than five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, thank you, man. My, <laughs> I feel like uh, I, I have fed. I, I'm enriched on the nourishment that was that story. Thank you. And I'm also now incredibly hungry for uh, a chicken yeah, sandwich. sandwich. Oh, yeah. um, I was going to stop by before I came here, but I was like, no. Well, let's we'll stop on the way it. back. Are on they the open? Back. Yeah, it's Popeye. All right, yeah. Well, we can. But we can't get into it now because we got to get into the games we've been playing. What are you playing? So, my good friend Mandy. Yes. My friend. I also mean my wife. My wife can be a friend. Valentine's is coming up. Yo, my Best friend. Oh, oh, <gasps> you're my best friend. <gasps> Nakia, you can stay right there. Don't you look away. <laughs> Drink this in. <laughs> oh my God, it's so beautiful. <laughs> you know what? I thought th I always thought that the yeah. podcast was this. <laughs> like the things you guys weren't saying, everybody was making goo goo eyes at each other. Like, oh, the goo goo eyes are happening. Yeah. yeah. It's happening. Yeah. It will continue to happen. But, Mandy, what have you yes. been playing this week? This week, uh, I, I'm super busy. We're still doing the house stuff that we were doing last week, so I only had time for one game, and I do regret my choice. Oh. <laughs> Is, uh, there was a Steam sale at New Year's, and I bought that adorable uh, mouse game that I talked about last week. I really loved it, uh, Ghost of a Tale. And then I also purchased uh, Monster Prom. <laughs> which is a, a horror-themed dating sim. And it seems super fun. A horror-themed dating sim sounds like the perfect game. <laughs> right? Is there, They're all like classic movie monsters, but they have a fun art style. I want to date the wolf man. You can. Please let me date the wolf you man. You can. Uh, and you kind of go into the sim and it's I like... I want to shave him romantically. <laughs> <laughs> It's and then like, have it grow back and shave him again. <laughs> I just want to shower with the creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> you don't even need like like uh, like a like a like a lush bomb. No, a, no. Uh, a lush what do you call bomb. them? A bath bomb. A bath yeah, bomb? you don't even need a bath bomb. Just have the creature in there. He'll take care of it for you. Oh, yeah. ew. <laughs> 
<laughs> a little bit like bathing in a swamp. Ew. Uh, is this not what the game is? Kind of, it is. Uh, they're all they're very cartoony. They're cute. Um, but you, you're the premise of the game is a, it's a week before prom and you have to get a date. Okay. So uh, you already know these people, but mm-hmm. you interact with them throughout the game. Um, there's a short version and a long version. Um, so you have of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's like a 30 minute version and an hour version. Okay. But you basically, um, during the day, you can choose to go to like six different locations. Then at night, you can go to the same six, but different things will happen depending on what you do. Ooh. Uh, quick example. Like what kind of locations? Like like the drive-in theater or like the mall? They're, they're all at school. So there's oh, a cafeteria okay. or a classroom or a library or the auditorium or Okay. I'm going to uh, make outside. out with Dracula in the library. <laughs> mm. Wait, and, I can go back to the library at night? Yes. Who does that? To well, make out with Dracula. Monsters. That's what I'm oh, doing. Oh, monsters. monsters. You're right. <laughs> uh, so depending on the room that you go into, random people will be in there. Um, and sometimes the person that you're trying to date will be there, uh, and then you can interact with them. And based on so, what you say, they will either like you more or like you less. So you're kind of exploring the school, and then whoever you run into, you have an interaction with them. Right. Hopefully, it's your boo. The more times <laughs> get you get it, your your boo because like it's a, a ghost. It's a ghost. <laughs> the <Monsters>. more times <laughs> that that you run into one person, uh, the more likely you are to see them again. So the game knows when you're trying to pursue a person, and then they'll throw them at you more often. Mm-hmm. Do you get um, clues? Like throughout the game, like oh, I have to go to the library because Dracula's going to be at the library. No, or is it just yeah, it's just random every time. Okay. Um, but like I said, if you if you're looking to, like oh, I want to be with the the uh, mermaid lady, I was like oh, well, uh, after two or three times of just picking her, the game's just like oh, and she just happens to be here because you chose her. Okay. Um, and it's more about choosing uh, what you think they would like, which is kind of the part of the game. That, that I enjoyed less. I think the art style is cute. The the, the loop was super engaging. Um, the the character archetypes were really funny. They picked a bunch of classic movie monsters, but they made them like kind of silly. Like um, awkward high school versions. Right. The Wolfman's the jock, and he's kind of dumb. Oh, um, yeah, he is. <laughs> I, I like him dumb. I didn't mean that, Mandy. Not in that way. I, mean, I like my, my Wolfman dumb. You were very smart. You saved my life this week with the house. <laughs> Uh, there's a Medusa lady who's a businesswoman. Uh, there's a, a mermaid, and she's super adorable. She looks like a fairy princess mermaid, but she comes from a kingdom where her father's a dictator, and they, they frequently murder people, so she's got this really fun balance. Um, <laughs> Important question. Yes. Are you also playing a monster, or are you a regular kid you, at a monster high school? Question, there are, Nakia. There are like five characters you, characters you can choose from, and they're all also monsters. Okay. Um, okay. What did you pick? Point. What uh, I played the ghost lady. Okay. Um, boo. My boo. Her name is Blue. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the part of the game that I didn't enjoy as much is every time you run into somebody, you get, basically, they give you a scenario, and you get an A or B question. Um, and based on your responses, they'll either like them or not like them. And what I found is that if I was trying to do what I thought they wanted, um, sometimes it was right and sometimes it wasn't. I didn't have a clear gauge for like, uh, the mermaid lady likes murdering people and ordering her servants around. So if I lean in towards that, sometimes it was fine and sometimes it wasn't. So I was like, I couldn't really get a gauge on what was the right answer. Right. Um, and then if I tried to choose what I thought was funny, like that also <laughs> wasn't the right answer. Oh, so that, that, was, yeah, it feels bad. <laughs> yeah, I was having like, the a problem where in order to win the game i had to choose things that i didn't think that they wanted and i also didn't think was funny so it was just like so instead of it being like 
Well, instead of it being like, hey, I'm I'm connecting with this character and making choices, it's more like, well, what does a game want me to pick? Right. So you're not really investing into that relationship. And, and I think it's mostly me because just the things that I wasn't picking were things that I didn't personally think were funny. And that's not necessarily right. a mark of whether the game is good or bad. It's mm -hmm. just like, oh, I don't particularly find that funny. Maybe I would have if I had clicked it. But, like, I just wasn't engaged with it. And I did play the game through three full times. Oh, wow. And I had the problem every time where I was just like, I just don't. I thought this would be funny. And that, and you making me wrong makes me not enjoy it. Right. And I played three times and lost all three times. I oh, got to the wow. end and no one would go to prom with me. And I was just like, this Ouch. is too difficult of a game for us. Like, this isn't this what is, I'm here for. This is too real yeah. <laughs> uh, for a I game. had a date for prom. Thank you. Oh, okay. Well... Lucky you. I, I had two dates for prom. Whoa. Uh, Troy was prom king. Oh, well, the nothing beats that. I did have a date, too. Nothing beats that. Prom right. king and a date? I that, know. Yeah. That trumps all the things that I was out. bringing to the table. It worked out. Well, so the, the game had good aspects. I thought it was visually really good. I thought the, the loop was fun, but it just didn't, it didn't okay. hit the bar for me. All right. Yeah. Understood. You played it three times. I did. I tried. You, I was crazy. like... I, There's something to be said yeah. about like giving a game... Like a good right. try, you Especially know, even if it's not working. Yeah, it could be replayable. Right. All right, I understand. Um, I decided to retouch on a game that I played last week, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Um, you know what? That game took me two weeks to download with everything that went into it. So I decided it was going to take me two weeks to play it. I could have beat it in one week. But you know what? You know what, game? <laughs> you took two weeks from me. I'm taking two weeks from you. I when you said Battlefront two, I thought you meant the original Battlefront no. two, which I think is a great game. That is a great game. <laughs> this is a great game. But this is mean. Star Wars Battlefront two, not that great a game. <laughs> um, yeah, you, said you liked it. Covered it last week. Okay, on 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 a whole, it's not that great of a game. There's a lot of connect uh, connection issues. Right. I, I covered it last week about all the bad things that that happened when it came out. Um, one thing they made that a patch for it, right? They made a patch for it, and pr pretty much I tried to get back into it now uh, to try some of the multiplayer aspects. And uh, they worked this week, which was great. Mm -hmm. uh, but the gameplay just wasn't that much fun. I was getting murdered a lot very quickly. I didn't really, I wasn't getting a good understanding of what I was supposed to be doing. Right. Uh, they were dropping me in the middle of matches cons consistently. So I really couldn't start a match from the beginning to understand what it is I have to do. It, it just, it, you probably have to dedicate a lot more time to it to really get into the, the, the weeds for the multiplayer aspect. Um, and then there was weird things. Like I showed Mandy, like uh, you get loot boxes. It's a loot driven game. Um, that you want to continue to grind to get, you know, random, you know, skins and costumes and guns and voice lines and whatnot. And for me, the box would, would pop open and then nothing would be inside. <laughs> it was what? like, it was like waking up on Christmas morning and then running downstairs all excited and then opening the gifts and every box was empty. You, what? you press the button and it yeah. does a little animation and, and it jiggles into jangles and then it, jangles, and then and then it, it slides pew, over, explodes yeah. and then nothing. And, he was getting items. They just didn't pop up, so he didn't know what he was oh. getting. They weren't displaying on the screen. I thought you were saying you weren't getting no items. I might as I was well. like, burn this game. Because <laughs> I'm not going into the menus to try and suss out what I to found, flip what I got. every menu to be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I think this one looks new. Yeah. I was like, so, what? So I did what I, what I, what I originally set out with this, with this game was, uh, was just to play the single-player campaign. Right. All this other stuff is just extra. So if it doesn't work, I'm not that bothered because I wasn't getting into this game for any of that. Right. The single-player campaign, 
I really enjoyed. And I finished it recently. I actually really dig what they tried to do with this. Huh. Um, because it's it's kind of it's it's simple, it's fun, it's arcade, it's right. shooting, you're and um it, it's not very intense, it's not asking too much of you. It's it's bubble corn, it's action, it's Star Wars, you know, it's serial. Um so some cool things that happened with with this story is you play Iden Versio, who is a um was part of the Inferno squad uh, for um, the Empire, and then looks up in the sky in Endor and sees the second Death Star explode and is like, well, I'm out of the job. Um, <laughs> has a crisis and pretty much becomes a rebel and finishes the fight. So it picks up the story afterwards to kind of just uh, see what the fallout is after uh, the de- second Death Star gets destroyed. Because yeah. war doesn't end after one battle. It's not like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, yeah. that thing exploded. We'll just well, go back to our lives. We now. all got medals. Good job. Check <laughs> it out. <laughs> um, some cool things they did with this is uh, they tied it into the uh, Force Awakens and in a way that's not totally overt. For example, I was in this amazing fight sequence where I'm on this desert planet and I'm, I'm in my X-Wing. I'm shooting. And this whole sequence... You are in dogfights and then landing, hopping out of your vehicle for like gunfire shootouts, hopping back into your X-wing, going back in the sky to, to dogfight, and it's it's it goes back and forth seamlessly. It is so freaking cool. Okay. Like star destroyers are just like dropping in the sky around you. There, you look up and there's just a million ships scattered everywhere. It is so impressive. And then in the end, you start putting together that the planet you're on is, I think, Jakku, which Jakku, is yeah. how. Um, uh, the Force Awakens starts, and you actually see like broken star destroyers in like, oh, the like background. The ones that yeah, so okay. you were part of that battle that created those, which is a kind of a cool nod. Um, what I also didn't expect expect is that this game then fast forwards thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's it, what you do. It's a good yeah, yeah. story. It's a, <clears throat> it's like an actually full like nice episode of Star Wars, like a, like a, like a TV like a TV series, like a mini series. And you get to pick up with this character when she's now older, ha, you know, has a daughter, has a family, and is now dealing with the fact that the First Order is coming up and trying to, you know, bring the the mandates of the Empire back and how, you know, she has to now deal with that and, and being a mother on top of, of, of what she's done. It was an incredible tale and felt really good um, all the way through uh, to the point where it's like, I just feel so bad <laughs> that this little that this little single player single player campaign is entrapped in this bad egg. <laughs> that's that's new, right? What that all of that stuff you just named was part of the patch, right? the The main story was part of the original. the The part where she um, is aged was right. added. Okay. Um, later, and I, I, from my understanding, there was going to be more story content, but because of the way that game kind of sold, not so much. I picked this game up. For like twelve bucks, uh, which is about as I got my money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> you got a sandwich out of it. <laughs> I got at least one nice. I got like five Popeye chicken sandwiches <laughs> out of that. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> well, but, I mean, money wise, I oh, got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, like yeah, yeah. yeah, you could buy five for about twelve bucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um. So yeah. So I uh, yeah. I I I would express. I would want people to play that game if you can, but just watch out for the multiplayer stuff. Still not quite there. I like it. I like it. Well, man, Nakia, what have you been playing this uh, week? Oof. Um, Witcher 3. I love that game. I can't praise it enough. Uh, Troy actually gave me this game to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I started playing it as I was watching The Witcher show. 
and immediately have to stop playing it. <laughs> I was two episodes into The Witcher, and then I put Witcher 3 on and then saw that Siri was being trained. And I was like, oh, no, this is this is too much. <laughs> so I stopped. And then Witcher I finished. Witcher 3 is the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I finished the show and then I went back to the game. And uh, it is it's so good. Like, yeah. I can't I can't begin to talk about how good like I, I it's a glitchy in a couple of areas, but. As far as like story and, and gameplay, and I've never read the books uh, or played Witcher 1 and 2, and I, I recently saw the series, but like I am in love with this game. And I talk to everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I do all of the, the cheesy <laughs> side quests. I was on a horse, and this lady's like, oh, I loaned a guy a pot, and now I don't know where my pot is, and my I, house is I, I love that pot quest. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was in her house doing the pot quest, and I was like, I really want to steal all of the things in here. Uh, but I didn't think that I was allowed to. And then I did it. And I stole one thing. And I was like, oh, I'm robbing this lady blind. And then I robbed her blind. And I was like, here's your pot. And for those left. that haven't played it. Oh, for those who have played it, they know you're telling the truth. For those who haven't, they think you're just like improving. No, no, no. Oh, no. That, that is an actual, actual part of that game. It's a hot quest. And I, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And that's all I do. I ride into towns and I'm like Batman. I was like, what do you need? You want me to get this thing? I'll get this thing. I'll look for this guy. I'll I'll hunt down this thing. It's so much fun. And uh, just just for context, your job, I think at that point, is like you need to fight a griffin because it's murdering people. And you're like riding down the road and then be like, <laughs> I lost my cast on pot. And you're like, well, that griffin's going to wait because this lady needs a pot. Exactly. <laughs> and I rode up to this one lady and she was like, oh, someone turned this statue of this goddess over could you pick it up and i was like yeah i'll pick it up and i picked it up she's like there's more scattered throughout the land if you find them just pick them up and i was like i'll take this quest why not <laughs> and then i eventually killed that griffin <laughs> and wore its armor <laughs> <laughs> but i love it i love it i i played until i'm, I'm siri now okay so oh, cool. adult so you're, you're siri a, a pretty good so ways into the game Ooh. you've you've learned to play gwen oh yeah okay all right Oh no, that was not an approving alright. It wasn't. I played three games of Gwent mm -hmm. and I've won one of them. Okay. And I've lost two. Okay. I don't know why I can't draw cards in Gwent. I get okay. it. <laughs> like I feel like if there was a card draw aspect to it, I would do better. Hmm. But now I'm 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 like playing Well you get the three rounds. Yeah, but I don't get any new cards. No. Yeah, that's make, what I'm saying. You got to make it work. <laughs> right. So now I understand that it's, it's. do I want to waste this really good card now or hold it until yeah. round three? Yeah. Like so it is war. A, yeah. So it's it's like such a, a weird learning curve. In the first game, I guess they take it easy on you so you can learn. Right, right. But like, so the first one, I, I it ramps up. easily oh, yeah. won. And then game two, I was like, oof, this is, I'm not good at this game. And then I played the dude in the castle. And he was like, you want to play some Gwen? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, forget about Gwen. my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some and, Gwent. and ugh, that guy like ruined hard, my life. But, but, yeah. but he's hard. Are, yeah. You may have to come back to him when okay. you've gotten more cards, cards in your deck and you've yeah. built your deck to specifically uh, to, to specifically uh, uh, bolster your play style. We, we've talked about Gwent before, but just for anyone who doesn't who hasn't followed the jump from The Witcher Three to Gwent <laughs> is that The Witcher Three has a card game built into the game uh, that is amazing. Uh, oh, and it is a card collecting game. So not only do you get to play the game, but it's also it also provides a lot of quests for you to go and acquire uh, yeah, new cards, better cards, and build your deck. Like that, gosh, that guy in the castle want me. Like I, <laughs> I, I won the first round, but the only cards I had in my hand at the end of the first round were like the the weather cards. Oh, so yeah. I had nothing. Sometimes <laughs> you just get a bad draw. Yeah, I was like, I got four weather cards. What am I do with these? Change I, the weather. I spent 190 hours in The Witcher for all the expansions. 
about 90 of those hours was just me playing Gwent. <laughs> <laughs> just good, Gwent related. Good. That's it. If, if you do change your mind about Gwent, they do have Gwent on the phone. So, oh. so if you don't want to play Ascension, and there's some Gwent. It's oh, I should, I should play Gwent on the phone and get better at it, so I'm better at it. Yeah, the it's a little different they in ch- the game. They the change things because you're playing against real people, and okay. they, they put, have to put a time limit on it more, you know, because real people aren't going to wait forever. Right. Uh, so they change some things to make it a little different, a little more streamlined. It's still good. It's the b- okay. basic concept is the yeah. same. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But Man, that game, that game is just. You might say it's one of the best games of the decade. I mean, uh, I've heard somebody say yeah. that oh, somewhere, yeah. somewhere before at the Witcher I Three. I don't think they're wrong. It's, yeah, it's such a good game. I can't believe I slept on it. Like I was never gonna play Witcher Three. Oh, it's good. And then Troy's like, "Here's Witcher Three. You should play it." I was like, "Yeah, I'll get around to it." <laughs> How do you play the Witcher? Do you make it like, do you play him straight, or do you make it more violent? Do you try to be diplomatic? Do you try not to get in people's business? I I try to play him. Um, Kind of douchey, <laughs> like wow, like I toss a coin to the a- like I didn't want to do Sorry. that lady's quest for to pick up the the statues, but I was like, you know what? I've done so many other bad things that this is this is gonna be my good deed for the, the this game, yeah the okay. day I'm playing the game right now. Oh, okay, so you you do a lot of douchey things and then try to try to make up for it, yeah, by by doing nice things, right? I justifies. Was, I thought it was weird that and. I didn't. I don't know if I answered any of these questions correctly, but like when they ask you about the other two Witcher games, when you're getting shaved, Th- yes. those are those are the multiple choice questions. Uh, those are the choose your own adventure parts from the right. other games. So there's no right or wrong answer. But it's they just, affect the what game. What did right? I do? Yes. yes. Okay. So but I don't if you know. didn't play the other ones, you wouldn't know any different. So. Right. So I was yeah. just picking what sounded cool. I was like, yeah. I don't know how it's going to affect the game I'm playing now. But I spent. I'd be like, this guy's alive. This guy isn't alive. I spent here. four days going through The Witcher One and Witcher Through online, reading uh, tutorials, and I watched entire playthrough of the second uh witcher because wow. i found someone who made who'd made the same choices i would make right. and then i just watched them do their entire game okay D- don't do that <laughs> don't, need to do that. <laughs> don't be like me <laughs> you're the best of four us, days <laughs> i already answered those questions I'm not yeah, yeah it's, done. it's done it's done uh you don't cool, start man. the witcher over <laughs> oh no like i've gone too far you gotta get to blood and wine mm. it's a good expansion What's, um, what's it's, it's an expansion that deals with like uh, vampires. Ooh. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It's fantastic. Okay, okay. It's also in wine country and it's beautiful, and we should move there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it is my goal one day to somehow be in a bathtub and also be able to play The Witcher. <laughs> this is my goal in life. Ooh. Take it or leave it. I'm, it's not I'm, hard. It's I will take it. Goal. I'm writing that down for Valentine's Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Gonna drop my switch <laughs> in a bathtub. All right, let's move on to our news segment, the new metal news. 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 I was blown away by that. Uh, yeah, man. Sometimes we feel a little more metal than other days. I can't be on you know, this podcast. Joe, I geek out too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here mouth agape at watching the things that I listened to happen. It, it's like a it's like a play, but yeah. a, a live play. Wait, that's what? how plays work. Is that, yeah. is that plays work? I'm in the theater industry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's start it off with the most important news. Yes, we need to know how much longer it's gonna be till Animal Crossing is in our hand. Mandy. It is going to be exactly 35 days, one hour, and 42 minutes until Animal Crossing is going to be in our fingery fingers. If you Too haven't, long. If you haven't yet, 
Uh, you can order your uh, pre-order copy of Animal Crossing today. It's been out for a few days. Do it. Just so do it. it. What are you get waiting it, for? Get it. Download it on your Switch. Have it sitting there waiting for you. And then come to our neighborhood. I need cherries. I um. I want pomegranates. I'm going to make everyone angry with me right now. Are You're you buying it. Don't. I've don't. never played Animal Crossing. Oh. oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't have to be angry about not like, playing Like, I want to be part of the hype, but it's like with- it's like The Sims. Like, I don't want to play a game where I have to live life. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't about living life. Do this you is live about life fruit and next the stock to, market. Next and- to an elephant and a... <laughs> And an iguana? I, I don't. I can't even describe what it is about it. But you're gonna have an elephant, and they're gonna be your best friend. You're gonna love them more than life. You would die for them. And then a squirrel's gonna move in, and you're gonna hate them inexplicably for no reason. <laughs> Wait. So if I play Animal Crossing, can we all just be like neighbors? We in can the game? visit each other's islands. Okay. Yeah, you get your own island. You get your own island. And, with your and own. we're in the same like city, so to speak. So we can send each other mail. We okay. can, I can go into your into your uh, island and maybe leave a note for you. Okay. Or like he if, can, if I just, design a shirt, you could have it. If he designs a shirt, you'll just be walking around and sometimes someone will be wearing that shirt. You'll be like, that squirrel stole my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Which can be both amazing because sometimes like someone will make something really cool and I'm like, oh, you know, someone made a tuxedo and yeah. now my elephant's wearing a tuxedo. But also, you can mess with your friends. <laughs> don't don't worry about not playing Animal Crossing before. I've only played one Animal Crossing, the one okay. for the Wii. And it's only because that's all the Animal Crossing I can really like handle right. at once. But it's been building since then. I love Animal Crossing, but like... I'm I'm so ready to play. I'm gonna this dive in. This Animal yeah. Crossing I'll play. And I can't wait to make my see, character. Oh. See see what what's up. Worth He's gonna have beautiful it. hair. <laughs> <laughs> um so the Overwatch League uh kicked off its third season uh last Saturday. I oh. missed it. It oh. is the only sport that I watch. <laughs> 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 I love it so much. Um yeah, they kicked off in New York. Um a pretty great uh turnout so to speak. And they also had another, uh, another game set in uh, Texas. Um, but after the first week, just the standings, the way they are right now, we have New York, the New York Excelsior and the Vancouver Titans. They are in the lead. They were some of the best teams last year. Right. No surprise that they are the best teams this year. Um, they have not been beaten so far. It's only been a couple games so far, but still right. they're scary. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Mandy and I's team, we are, we are London Spitfire fans since day one. Uh, they had an entire roster change. Oh, I've no. learned so much about sports through this man. I literally had a talk with Mandy's dad um, when when my, my my team, my London Spitfire team, all the players I liked got drafted to other teams. What? I was so heartbroken. I went to him, and he's one of the biggest sports people I know. He likes he likes footballs. And I was just like, "What's the point?" <laughs> <laughs> you, you cheer. He's like, "You got to hang on. You got to you get buy tickets." It. You gotta- yeah. You buy shirts, jerseys, and then they shot glasses. For what? <laughs> oh, we felt so bad. Is the they, they have home games now, so they, they um they're playing um locally. Um and London went out for their first ever match. In New York. In New York. And they got booed. And I was just like, Aww. I felt bad because it wasn't, it wasn't, they were booing them because they were London. And, right. and they, they were have playing an against New York in that right? match. Uh, right. But it was like, these people are brand new. They've never played before. They're and a rookie like, team. Yeah. Just <laughs> hated on. Their first ever game and they got booed. And I was like, no, don't. It's also very New York. It's also I mean, very well, yeah. sports. Yeah. Very sports, sports, very New York. So uh, every week we're going to kind of check in with the standings just to see uh, like how it, the league like is shake, shaping up. So join us. Uh, Manny and I will also be in the field. We're going to a live Overwatch game um, on March 14th and 15th. The homestand will be in Miami. We got our tickets. Oh, Dude, 
Oh my gosh. And it's going to be everyone playing. New York, Paris, London, Miami, San Francisco, Philly. We're going to see everything. That's awesome. It's going to be broadcast across the world. And we'll be there live, probably in our Kigus. Imperfect? In Kigus Imperfect. Oh, it's so perfect. <laughs> uh, let's move on to our next topic. Uh, Casey Hudson, the general manager um, behind Anthem, uh, put out an official statement confirming the rehaul or the rework, the overhaul they're doing to Anthem. The, the makers of that game really cared about that game. It was not the best, and he put out a full statement stating how it wasn't the best, and they realized that, but they right. still there still, still are a lot of parts of the game they truly loved, and people put a lot of work into. They want to do the fans justice and their developers justice by taking their time and rebuilding that game from the ground up. That's amazing. Yeah. And I I really liked it. I like a a little bit of it. Well, I mean, to be honest. Um, And it turns out that a lot of people kind of did. I think a lot of people kind of liked that game and that's the saddest part about it. It, I think, I think there was, it was like 80% of the way there. It was just that 20% was very important. Mm, And that's what was so frustrating about it. Because so many, like they said, so many aspects of it were so good. Like my problems with it aren't everybody's problems. My problem was I I created my girl. And then uh, when I go to talk to the mechanic, it was the same model. And I was like, (laughs) oh no. Why Why? does she look like me? (laughs) We're twins. I have to justify this in my head. You got to build it in your head cannon. (laughs) My goodness. So that's great news. Um, Phil Spencer, uh, one of the head people at Xbox, uh, had an interview, and in it, he declared that uh, he doesn't consider Nintendo and Sony competitors. What? <laughs> but he clarified it, because he's actually a really nice guy. Oh, he's probably being like, we're more working together? No, 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 no. No. He oh. says that, that his competition is um, like Google and Amazon, companies that are investing into streaming gaming okay. versus console gaming. Okay. Um, and he, he wasn't trying to make it a dig. It's just that's how people are reporting it. He right. really wasn't. Right. Um, and and that's he, he's looking towards that level. He does see the future where, like, this, this year or this generation may be the last console generation. After this, when somebody picks up Stadia or when Sony picks up Stadia and uses their technology or something or they join powers, gaming uh, will just be streaming. It'll just be like Netflix. It'll just be like Disney+. Plus. That'll... Be right. it. It'll be a and, service. And Phil Spencer's gone on record multiple times, being like, uh, "We don't have other people don't have to fail in order for us to right. succeed." He's he's usually been right. very good about the Sony. He's Nintendo all about game. like, like all we all it. win, yeah, because gaming is awesome. As long as people are playing games, I'm happy. Um, which so, was shocked when you said that. But I know no that's idea. how the headline. <laughs> that's how the headline has been reading everywhere I've been seeing in it. But when I looked a little deeper, I was like, "Hey, I actually looked at the interview." Right. Um, and so he, he's he, Xbox has teamed up with Azure, which is a streaming uh, serv- a streaming service. So they're already like on the next level as to trying to get that to be a reality, which is why his mind isn't even in this console right now. It's like it's the long game. Well, um, Xbox is owned by Microsoft, and Microsoft owns Azure. So exactly. They they have a they have a leg up. So who knows? Maybe we'll see Nintendo get picked up by Google. Maybe Sony will go to Amazon and be like, "Hey, Amazon, <laughs> I like what you're wearing. Can I can I order something from you? <laughs> can it be us <laughs> forever together?" <laughs> um. So, and uh, finally, um, this is the sad VR I talked about earlier. Oh, no. Um, There was a documentary in South Korea called Meeting You. And pretty much this documentary teamed with some developers um, to... It's it's sad. It's so sad. It's so sad. It's so sad. To um, fulfill a request from a family 
it's uh, a mother and like four kids and her husband. And what they wanted to do was reunite this mother with her daughter who had passed away three years ago at the age of seven. It's so sad. In what is virtual happening? reality. What is happening right now? This this came out this week, news about it. Um, I watched not only articles about it, I actually watched the 10-minute video. Th- uh, this, this Korean woman puts on the headset, is in a total green screen room, and then now she's transported to, in, to be in like a park. And then from behind a tree runs her daughter, who they have created... Perfectly in the game, voice what? everything. It's it looks like a video game, so it doesn't look right. But it's, it's not photorealistic. It's not photorealistic, yeah. but it is super realistic. And this mom just loses it, just tears. Just it's it's real. It is real. That is her daughter in front of her. They gave her gloves so she can like interact with stuff, and instantly she's just trying to like hold her face and like stroke her hair, and she's just like, it's so powerful and the entire 10 minutes it's they they it's not just hey here's your daughter and whatever the daughter talks yeah and it is it is a it's kind of on a track so the daughter it's you know it's it's pre-recorded or pre-programmed um so it's not actively responding back and forth but it's it's made in a way that the mom can respond and talk to her in a in in a kind of natural setting and where it really started getting me is when the mother was like looking at the daughter and the daughter was just, you know, gabbing or talking about a tree or whatever. And the, do- and the mom like looks down and like sees her sandals, her green sandals. And is like, your sandals, <laughs> you know, she's just like Aww. noticing these things. The kid then talks about like, oh, I have my friend here with me. And she says, uh, my little pony. What is the one with the, the pink and purple hair? Oh, My Little Pony is Fluttershy. Fluttershy, sure, Fluttershy. Something. Nightmare. No, that's a mean one. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Nightshade, but that's nightshade. also not good. No, Nightshade, I think, uh, is it. Nightshade's a poison, I think. Oh, well, not that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know all the ponies. That's right. But anyway, pony. instead of like this little toy coming out, and like the actual little pony comes out, like a little tiny, like little dog version of this pony oh. comes out and like flies around the kid. So it's like this 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 little girl is living in this like heaven, so to speak, where her toys are alive. And then they sit down and they they sit down and have a picnic and like there's a virtual cake that her mom can put the candles on to celebrate her birthday. And then they blow out the candles and then it's she then runs off on her own. Her kid just watches. It's it's nine minutes. It's the the what this could mean <laughs> for like grief and whatnot could be. I don't know. I, I'm sure there there's a whole panel on ethics about it. Yeah. Um, but afterwards, they after it was done and, and her, you know, and her, her daughter went to sleep. She put her daughter to sleep and then got out of the VR. Um, her husband and her family were all watching this. And you get to see in this documentary all of her, like the kids like seeing their sister and stuff and whatnot. And it, it, it's remarkable. Um, and then she talks about how like wonderful it was because I was worried of like, hey, are you like devastated now? Because oh, she's yeah. reaching out to hug her daughter. She still can't hug her daughter. Like, she can't hug yeah, her. Yeah, there's and no one there. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, that's even worse. <laughs> like, you see them in front of you, you can't touch them. But they talked to her afterwards, and and she just said, like, how, like, this was just, like, a fantasy. She never felt like it was, hey, this is my daughter. Right. It was just, like, this fantasy wish that, you know, you all, yeah, she just wanted to to have for, like, to a see second. See her one more time. Yeah, and yeah. Think. And it, they delivered. And she's not... She's not saying this is going to fix anything. Right. She's just saying it was just 
amazing. So that is a happening. 2020, y'all. That, that definitely feels both like an amazing new therapeutic like spin on or even just a just a, the future of photo albums being able to like sit down with this person and we've talked about Dali before where they recreated Dali virtually you can kind of yeah, have yeah. a conversation with them even though it's on on wheels and I can see like that beautiful like future but then the the other part of Black Mirror part of me is like this is the first <laughs> step towards people just living in VR and I feel like <laughs> that's the balance that's the that's yeah. the because you always edge. have to look at that that crazy stuff. It, it yeah it's there I feel like the, the most pure it will be is right now <laughs> right <laughs> these early stages with the volunteers and stuff is right now so I'm gonna live in the now and be like that's really sweet and lovely Beautiful for that family story, yeah yeah we'll see where it goes from there that's yeah 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 and with that that'll bring us to the end of our news for now which only makes me want to makes me a little hungry for some reason <laughs> gotta say i don't know what it is about sad vr it just gives me a little hankering you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about so nakia you know listen i know this is coming out on a sunday but we're recording this on thursday tomorrow is valentine's it is valentine's yeah. day tomorrow and so i don't tell mandy like i know she's right here but let's just keep yeah, this between us for a little she can't bit hear us if we're I, I want to get her like a special treat oh, like something treat? that that she would really enjoy eating i'm not sure just something that That'll surprise her. Okay, that okay, okay. that she can chew on. Mm-hmm. I just don't know exactly what she would like. I would like I some mean, suggestions. Suggestions that I haven't I mean, already gotten her. I guess. Right, right. You don't want to get her anything like I've done. I've done savory. No. I've done. I've done. I've done. You know, uh, chewy chocolates. Chewy and chocolates. Okay. I've done. You know, savory sour patch kids. Savory sour patch. I actually yeah. did that earlier this week. <laughs> Dandy donuts. Dandy donuts. There's Dandy I've donuts. done Dandy donuts yeah, before. Yeah. I need something new that she just hasn't had for Valentine's yet. Like, what, what do you what, think? I don't know. You need. I don't, what, what are our options? It could be sweet. It could be sweet. But no, but not uh, no. sweet's not the right way. Not to go. sweet. Yeah, no, 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 no. I want something. Yeah, you want something. Maybe. You know, it's her. Maybe I should ask her. She's I right mean, here. We could I mean, ask her. I mean, well, it's, it's 2020. She, she can. Oh, she, can, she could tell me. Yeah, she could know? choose. What am I talking right? about? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mandy. Sorry. Hey, sorry. Hey, Mandy. Sorry about that. I was just talking about some some Valentine's things. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of the whispering, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what would you like to eat for your for Valentine's tomorrow? Mm, if I could have anything, it would it would be a tasty topic. Oh. We did it. <laughs> I'm geeking out too hard. I'm sorry. We did the tasty topic. We did. <laughs> uh, apropos, our tasty topic is all about Valentine's. As uh, we're gonna look back at video game romances and relationships, Ooh. maybe talk about some of our favorites. I don't know. We'll see how how what yeah. we do. Uh, Mandy, would you mind um, talking about uh, a a relationship in video games? Valentine's is in the air. What's a memorable video game relationship for you? I, I wasn't going to talk about this particular one because I was like, it doesn't really count because there's not really two characters and a lot of it was like probably in my headcanon. But then I looked it up on the internet and Uh-oh. I found that I'm very much not alone. Really? Is, um, uh, I might have mentioned this before, but Dragon Age is one of my favorite video games. Yeah, I don't uh, know if you've said that or not. <laughs> I've never heard that. This is new. <laughs> on huh. the podcast. Um, but I, I would I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the, the female hero of Ferelden and Alistair mm-hmm. from uh, Dragon Age Origins. Mm-hmm. Is I don't even know if I can properly articulate how uh, adorably romantic 
the uh, interactions are. But I think um, what makes it so uh, adorable and lovely and romantic is kind of the the character development they put around Alistair. Is he's um, not in in the time that it came out, he wasn't like the male archetype. Like he was definitely like traditionally handsome. He's like blonde and blue eyes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But he's uh, super nervous. He's kind of unsure of what he's doing. Um, He's he's funny. But then on top of that, like he's genuinely sincere. And I'd never seen that in a video game before. Like he he seems to care about you. Like he 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 uh, like remembers previous conversations. Uh, I don't I don't know if. I'm just now talking more about like what <laughs> qualities <laughs> I like in gentlemen, but um, <laughs> the, the I have never played even since that uh, played a video game where there have been like relationship options yeah. where it felt as genuine as playing Dragon Age One and being quote unquote in that relationship. Uh, in the end of my playthrough, he died, oh. and to this day, part Whoa. of me is still a little devastated. Oh, yeah, you're kind of tearing up right now. It was, it was, <laughs> it was the sadness. Yeah, uh, and uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, EA Dragon Age, they they've definitely Bioware. They knew how to make relationships in video games. They kind of pioneered the idea of not just, um, I guess, having it. You actually have to like put time and invest into having a relationship in and- order for it to to to, to work. This one works for me more than even modern stories because it doesn't, it never felt like I have four dialogue options and I'm going to click the one that I think you want until we have sex. Right. And that's how they a also lot of pioneered the that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, and even some oh, modern Mass romance. Effect 2 was very busy for me. <laughs> <laughs> even some modern rom- romances feel like I'm just telling you what you want, want to, to hear. hear. And this sounded much Whoa. more conversational. I feel like a real relationship sometimes get into that area. Of just like, I'm just yeah. saying what you want until right. I get what I want. Or, in, yeah, or just, or just to level. make you feel better versus not voicing your own opinion, maybe. Right. Ooh. That's, whoa. Deep. Yes, I know. Um, that reminds me of Shepard and and Liara, also from Mass Effect. Um, that Shepard and Liara, for me, in Mass Effect, one were an item, and then she died, so or missing, so to speak. And the second game, she wasn't there, and I slept around. <laughs> oh my goodness, Nakia, look at me, look at me. I'm Mass Affected. Wow, <laughs> my effect was massive. That's a lot um, of It was gross, uh, but I was also like 20 when that all, game came out. That was also what. Video games were like. That's what yes. romantic yeah. options in yeah. video games were like. And it was the first time I actually, I played a game that had options like that. So I was definitely like just, oh yeah, bad choice of words, poking around at the game <laughs> <laughs> systems. Um, you but broke what, a lot of hearts. You made a lot I, of people very unhappy. Th- but they didn't really have that many repercussions back then. Yeah, it was which mo- was the problem. Yeah, it was mostly like, uh, oh, you have like one thirty second uh, dialogue cutscene, which is like I'm mad at you, and then the rest of the game it's fine. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. It, but it made it all the better in Mass Effect Three when Liara returned. And I rekindled the relationship that we had with with each other. And then there was a moment in the game where you could get married. Like you could promise yeah. each other like, hey, this is a thing. And what's interesting with that game is once you made that commitment, all other options went out the window. Meaning oh. people stopped hitting on you. If you went to to try and talk to somebody you could not romance them you couldn't chat them up anymore yeah yeah so you, not would, like you wouldn't have the option <laughs> 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 we're gonna be married to seven people at the same time <laughs> 
knew that you could murder some of them yeah. and, or you could marry someone only to bring them to a well to sacrifice them and then go marry someone else because once someone's married to you they'll follow you anywhere so wait you I guys s- want me to play this game I, I <laughs> sacrificed my kid to get an evil weapon from a temple <laughs> yikes <laughs> Um, but I love that I think what made it work for me is that it mirrored what my personal like role playing uh, character was doing like I like to role play in all my games so as me as Shepard like I wanted to make that promise and commitment to her and the game um, fulfilled that wish by 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 actually changing the game for me and I I, it just it matched and that's what made that uh, relationship really effective for me love oh yeah 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 Um, have you found anything? What any any favorite uh, gaming romances? I don't think I because I was thinking about this all, all day today. I've, I've been stewing over it, and um, I don't know if I've like played um, games that mm-hmm. made me think okay about love. And then I like usually it's more uh, my significant other is missing and now I have to go save them. That oh, kind of thing. Yeah. So, Mario and Bowser. I'm uh, Mario and Bowser. Yeah, <laughs> Mario, it, I wish Mario and Bowser were a couple. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying I did play, uh, Bowser's inside story. <laughs> there was, there was some allegory there. There was yeah, some allegory there. Totally. Um, but Mario and Peach, I feel is that relationship. Right, it's like that. Uh, but the one that stood out the most to me, I think was the first one I'd ever played. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, and I, I'm going to date myself, but it's fine. Uh, there's a game called Splatterhouse. <laughs> Wait, and, and what? Is, there's a game called Splatterhouse. Yeah, yeah. And it's an old NES game. Is it game. the one that I'm thinking? The one where your girlfriend has been kidnapped. And it's super gory. It's super gory. Your You're girlfriend's like cutting kidnapped. off limbs. And- yeah, and then they, 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 the, the guy is like, these monsters have kidnapped my, my girlfriend, uh, and the only way to fight them is to put this mask on that's going to forever make me a monster. Aww. But it's the only way that I can save her. Aww. So wow. you put this mask on and get a baseball bat and it's yeah. just a murder fest Mayhem. while you're trying to rescue your girlfriend. Oh. Knowing he can never be with her at the end. So sacrifice. Yeah. That's that's what the kernel there is what yeah. that is. I love this person so much. I am going to take this hit yeah. in order to, to save them. Oh. But no one remembers Splatterhouse. <laughs> I remember. Well, I remember Splatterhouse, but I remember yeah. it as a game where you like hit somebody's leg off and they continue to hop at you or something like that. Like it was it's super a gory, gory game. It was I didn't even. Super gory. I didn't even know Splatterhouse had a story. Yeah. <laughs> Most of those games is just like this. Oh, here's a yeah. story. It's real quick. We'll give you some text and then. Right, play right, the game. right. But um, shout out to all of our video game lovebirds out there yeah, in real yeah. life and in the gaming world. Uh, shout outs to Geralt and Yennefer. One of my favorite couples, uh, Mario and Peach, even though they're complicated, still <laughs> one of my uh, favorite couples. Guy Brush Threepwood and his wife Elaine Threepwood. Guy Bush Three, yes, what you said. <laughs> <laughs> they are fantastic. Six games still together. Still together. Oh wow! Uh, Nathan Drake and Elena Drake. Um, the way their story comes together, where she is just oh, kind goodness. of like a kind of just like a James Bond uh, or like a Bond girl in the first game. Um, by that last game they made, Uncharted 4, like you're there at home just cooking dinner, playing Crash Bandicoot. I can't Bandicoot. believe he lied to her. I'm still angry at him. And Ooh. But they had two full levels of her being angry at him, yeah. figuring it out while they're like swinging from vines and like saving each other's life. Like they're having, it's so beautiful what they do with that, with the, with that character. One of the best video game relationships out there. Hands down. Um, but yeah, what other uh, video game uh, booze can you all think of out there? Let us know on Instagram. We'll put a little blurb up for Valentine's of our favorite couples. Aw. And uh, let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Now we're going to head on into our last segment of the evening, 
our dragon of the week. Do, 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 do. It's the dragon of the week. It's what you seek. It's the dragon of the week. It'll make you freak. The dragon of the week. <laughs> Dragon of the Week is this. our chance to highlight an industry professional, developer, game team, or concept, really, um, that has made the games that we love to play. It's, it's our chance to talk about it and, and, and show a little love to an industry that has shown so much love to us. So I will be handling the dragon of the week this week guys so uh, yeah 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 don't i got you i got you all you talking about momo pixel over there yes i am talking about momo pixel Pixel. okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm so excited for my dragon of the week uh researching this artist has only made her more of a hero of mine uh she is a producer a writer a visual artist a pixel animator, an advertiser, a performing artist, singer, songwriter, rapper, motivational speaker, and more. What? <gasps> to put it bluntly, she's dope. <laughs> 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 I will be talking about the empowering genius of Momo Pixel. Momo Pixel is a video game designer and a freelance art director and animator. Um, while she expresses herself and her interests in many ways, like pixel art, anime, music, gaming, um, one of the coolest ways that she expresses herself uh, is in her clothing. Oftentimes, if you find her, just like Google her or whatever, uh, she will most times be dressed like an anime cyberpunk cat. Uh, <laughs> what? Yes. What? She is the coolest. I'm a thousand percent on board with that. <laughs> yes. Um, in the gaming world, uh, she is most notably known for uh, being the creator of the indie game Hair Na. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's she's African American, and it, it is a game where you play as an African American woman, a black woman, and your goal is to travel the world while keeping invading hands from touching your hair. <laughs> oh my goodness! I was gonna ask if that's what it was about. A hundred percent um yeah yeah. it's it's so great it's vibrant i played it all today uh i'll I'll delve more into the game in a minute but but first i want you to know a little bit more about miss pixel's uh background (laughs) all right all right all right um momo pixel was born in the early 90s and according to an interview with slate.com she had a, a lonely childhood um she loved video games especially playing at movie theaters uh, which is also one of my favorite gaming memories. I remember going to theaters as a kid, and it was like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go watch Aladdin, whatever. But also, there's an arcade can, here for no can reason. Can I have a quarter? Can yeah. I have a quarter? Yo, hey, can I please just a little bit? I want to play The Simpsons. <laughs> um, it's There's still arcades in movie theaters, which yeah. is baffling yep. to me. It's like the only place where arcades really are uh, consistently. <laughs> Uh, these days and it's all always just like Terminator 2 or something or Terminator like shooting game or yeah, something one racing game one gun game yeah one yeah, claw yeah. thing yes. with usually things time you don't cop. want it's yeah. usually time cop and then that's it um, so in the 90s those games back then they were all super pixelated um, and she mentioned how uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker was, she remembers <laughs> that a lot and the music and the style and the 8-bit and the pixels kind of had a, a pretty big effect so all those games together planted a, a deep love of pixel art and animation within her. Uh, in the mid late to two thousands, um, she joined a video game chat, a video, not a video game, just a regular video chat room service called Tiny Chat. And this is where her her voice and her courage to express her voice really came out. It was a service that allowed like six people to just be in a room and do whatever. 
And it was like, cool. <laughs> it wasn't like weird or anything. After a while, she found that she was comfortable singing in front of these people or talking or joking. And then she realized she had this kind of personality and people wanted to watch her. And that garnered a bit of a following for her. Uh, people that are still following to this day. And she kind of found her brand, you know, quote, so to speak. She found kind of what she would want to do with her life and, and, and whatnot. Um, she graduated from Savannah College um, of Art and Design in 2015 with a bachelor's degree. But while she was there, she, she wanted to, she loves games, she loves um, style and whatnot. Um, she made a pitch to Nintendo um, to do advertising for Yokai Watch, which is Joe's, one of Joe's favorite games with the little demons that make you do silly things. And so her her ads were basically like blaming anything that's embarrassing you do on Yokai. <laughs> Because it's kind of a, because for someone who doesn't know what Yokai Watch is, it's hard to sell. So her job was like, hey, I want the average person to understand it. So it'd be like someone walking out of their house with no pants, and then someone looks at them and they're like, what are you doing? And then the person looks at themselves and goes, ah, and they have like anime face. And then a, a narrator just says, Yokai is why. <laughs> uh, Nintendo said yes. Yes, they oh, did. Oh, that's where I'm at right now. I was like, I was like, Oh, she just made a pitch to Nintendo, and it was just like, oh yeah, you can do that because you were describing the commercial. I was like, wait, they they said yes. It was that good. Oh my! Because goodness. you watch this commercial, and it takes a hard concept and makes it instantly understandable. Oh my! God. It's just you fart in an elevator, and then you look embarrassed, and people look at you like, <laughs> what'd you do? And you're like, ah! And you're like, the yokai is why. And then it, it takes the yokai demon and shows them, and it's like, blame them, <laughs> not me. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and and so obviously Nintendo picked this up before she could even finish college. And duh, she went on to become like an awesome advertiser after college as well. She worked with a bunch of big name companies running ads like uh, she worked with um, uh, Secret. Um, I think that's uh, uh, the body lotion. Deodorant. Deodorant. Secret do uh, deodorant. Um, and all of her work was all about trying to promote inclusivity and representation um, through her work as well. In 2017, after she moved to Portland, she found that there was a strange amount of people that wanted to touch her hair. <laughs> and uh when she was in a conversation with her boss the topic came up and uh, her boss was trying to imagine what that's like and so it started because they were kind of acting it out by like dodging and ducking trying to imagine what it's like for her to like not let people touch her hair and she started cracking up just at the image of her boss doing this and she was like this would make a great game <laughs> and then her boss was like yeah you should do that <laughs> and she did what? Yeah. <laughs> um, took her about nine months with a small team to make Herna. Now, let me tell you about Herna. Tell me about Herna. <laughs> In this game, you start out and um, you pick how your character looks. You play Ava and you get to pick their skin tone, all different variations of brown. And then you get to pick your hairstyle. And this does a great job of just making it really personal. Right. Um, so I picked the long, thin dreads because, you know, I used to have hair that kind of resembled that. And then you travel to Japan, Havana, and Santa Fe. The entire trip, there are disembodied hands <laughs> reaching <laughs> out to touch your hair. And you have to use the mouse or the keyboard to karate block them <laughs> away. It is brilliant. And... All of this is because she was trying to find like a, a positive, fun way to talk about it, like a, a kind of messed up thing that happens to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, definitely in the black community and, and also otherwise, Native American, Asian, anybody really who just doesn't want to be touched and people feel like yeah. they have the right to touch you or they feel like 
it's okay to touch without asking or something like that. It happens a lot. And so this was a way for her to really kind of tell people. <laughs> when you beat a level, um, it says something like, uh, hope you had fun. Uh, remember, remember, this is a real issue. And if you are one of the hair touching people, stop that. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Joe. I had to quote it. <laughs> oh and also, goodness. she's right. She's 100% right. That sounds um, amazing. The game has won uh, a few awards. It won the Afro Developer Award for Indie, Ga Indie Game Award, uh, the Golden Pencil Award, Gold Andy Award, and it was a 2018 Webby nomination for Social Impact. It's been featured and talked about on Essence, CNN, uh, and The Read, uh, Common. Op Common talked about it at one point. Uh, uh, Oprah Magazine had it on. Rolling Stone even mentioned the game. Um, like I, I picked her as my dragon this week because I think she's amazing. Um, her work is original and personal, and I like that I can feel like every ounce of herself that she puts into her craft. And that not only puts like a smile on my face, but also motivates me in my own artistic endeavors. Um, and I say this because she is not just a game designer. She is also a, a beautiful musical artist too. Her style ranges from jazz to trap, but her, her voice, it's like, reminds me of like a modern, uh, like a modern uh, Nina Simone Okay. Uh, yeah. With like a like a little splash of Sade, <laughs> 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 like if you can go listen to her song "Weak." It's just it's so soulful. And um, if you want something that's that, that's more of like an anthem, look up "Be Yourself." Like you'll have that stuff on on okay. on repeat. It's you will not be disappointed. Um, on top of all of that, uh, she's also goes on tour with an art installation piece called Momo Land, and this is an interactive pixelated theme park. That what? involves VR, concerts. It looks like you're inside an 8-bit game. What? The, like she changes an entire venue into this. It's it looks so dope. Are like, you kidding me? And it and it travels from place to place. Where where is it right now? We gotta go. It may right. be in London right now. You wanna, you wanna go to London? <laughs> uh yes, please. <laughs> Your team's from there. I know. We could watch them lose. <gasps> <laughs> um They could win. They will win if we're there cheering. Yeah. That's how it works. Uh, it's just so cool. It's, her The way that she kind of carries herself, it's like she wants to make stuff that she wants to make. And if she's passionate about it, it will be meticulous. And she holds people to a certain standard and holds herself to an even higher standard uh, for the things that she's passionate about. And, and, and you know, it just... And like doesn't take any type of flack or or negativity that comes her way with any grain of salt. She just does it. Yeah, she sounds like she's wonderfully, beautifully, and unapologetically herself. Yeah, she's my yeah. favorite animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it, it's beautiful to me because there is a a serious lack of, of of female representation, especially in the games industry, and the number for black representa representation is even worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And Momo Pixel is out here representing women and black people. Um, and she represents so much like change and hope for like what this industry can be that I, I can't like like help but just be ecstatic for like what she'll bring in the future. She's like she's only created this game, but she's she's worked on other games and she's being utilized um, as an animator for other games as well. And I just can't wait to find out what she will be working on. In the future, going you know, going forward. Um, Hopefully, a clothing line. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. Look at our Instagram page. I I will post pictures of, of of her amazingness. But also, not just that. Go check her out online. Don't come to our page. I mean, come to our page, sure. But check her out on Twitter at um, 
Momo, uh oh. What? Uh, Everything she does can't be amazing. Oh my God, that's so perfect. I feel like I've wasted my life. (laughs) Yeah, she's only like 29, I think. Yes, in her late 20s or so. Um, And then on Instagram, I think she's at uh, Momo Pixels. Um, So please check her out on on there. Um, I will leave you with a small quote from her, which I will definitely be applying to her lives and encourage others to imply into your lives as well. Uh, Her quote is. Believe in yourself. You're dope. Momo Pixel. Wow. That's it. I've got to tattoo that on my forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not there. (laughs) Maybe not there. there. (laughs) But man, what an inspiration. Yeah, that's crazy. Indeed, indeed. Momo Pixel. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Well, that's a good pick, man. It's a good pixel. Ah. That was for Brian. That one was specifically for Brian. You're welcome. So with that, I think I can't think of a better note to end this podcast on than reminiscing on the awesomeness of Momo. Um, uh, thank you all for coming by and listening to our podcast. Yes. Uh, next week, we'll be having Joe and Brian back from Japan, and uh, we'll be listening to literally everything uh, they will be talking about. Our tasty topic will be easy to decide on. Japan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> can't wait to hear about all the cool things they've done in the snow. Um and um uh, make sure to check us out on Instagram as well <laughs> at Taste of Dragons. Uh, we do a lot of uh, unique content on there from uh, ranking dragons, video game dragons to looking back in history to video games. Just a lot of stuff you won't find in the podcast that we like to do specifically for Instagram and social media. Check us out on Twitter as well at TasteofDragons.com. Please know that we are powered by the Three Thousand Brigade, the cosplaying dance comedy troupe. Yes, that for twelve years now. We have been rocking <laughs> the con scene here. Um, and we do record upstairs of uh, Tate's Comics based in Lauder Hill, Florida. Check them out. Yeah. Uh, with that, I would like to give a huge thanks Aww. to our good friend here, Nakia. This was... Oh. This was the best. Like you I joined like us. And I you did. joined in and we are happy. Yo, I, I feel like I just saw like... A, a concert of someone I really like. Like, like. like this is better than the time I saw the Jacksons before. Like, that's, that's the truth. Uh, um, this is great. Do I have to be Tito? No, no, you don't have to be Tito. Oh, okay, you be Marlon. Good. Yeah, Marlon, okay. Marlon, Marlon. Um, yeah, man. Thank you. This uh, this uh, podcast flew by. You made it go so quick in such a lovely way. Uh, thank you for coming. Hope to have you on soon. I would yeah. love to get a nice long conversation with you about Dungeons and Dragons, the the grandparent of all video games. So let's do a Dungeons and Dragons episode. Yes, one day I would like to make this happen. So with that, my name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Nakia, and we are. The The Taste taste of Dragons. Dragons. See y'all later.